welcome to Oaken Bros. This is Eric. I'm Michael, and if you want to learn the secrets of the universe, the law of attraction, mysticism, brohood, gambling, movies, pop culture, archangels, magic, good food, business, health, family, and mediumship, smash that subscribe button, hit the thumbs up, press the noti icon, and spread this video around like peanut butter and jelly. I love it. So today we have on Lauren Start. Uh, she is a tested and certified medium whose goal is to simply help others cope with loss. You can check out Lauren Start with two T's at the end uh, for a reading. So th first, thank you for coming on, Lauren. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, it's, our, it's our pleasure. Um, I was you know, doing a little bit of research on you and I went to your website and I love your frequently asked questions page. Um, you mentioned, uh, I wrote this down. You stated, I don't need you to be, believe in me or what I do. I do this work to be my authentic self. All right. How has mediumship shaped you? And was it an easy journey to do what you're doing now? Oh, I love that question. Um, so mediumship is just a part of me. It's just a part of who I am. You know, ever since I was uh, a very young child, I would see spirit. I would, you know, I woke up in the middle of the night and I would see them sitting there and it freaked me out. And um, I was raised by two parents, one who was uh, very religious. So wasn't accepting of this you know, considered this the devil's work and the other side was atheist. So didn't believe in this. Wow. <laughs> so I, um, and I didn't really have an understanding of it myself. And there was a lot of fear for me that was involved in it because I didn't understand. And there was, I was fed fear and many of us are fed fear through Hollywood and, you know, what we're told, what this is, you know? Um, and so it's been a journey of self-discovery for me. And it's not something I don't think any medium will say they woke up and like, this is what I want to do, you know? Um, and you do this with a lot of courage and you're definitely brave stepping forward on this journey. Um, that's like in all ways and all aspects. So for me, um, it's just, that's why I do this. Cause I know that this is a part of me and this is something that um, I know that I'm meant to do and meant to share with other people. So it, it's definitely been a learning experience and definitely a part of how um, I become more authentically myself along the way. And I'm still learning and still growing in that department. Were you sure. terrified seeing these things in the middle of the night? Were, were you like, as a child, like yeah. we've had, we've had ghostly encounters, Eric and I, we've seen ghosts and they're a little, a little creepy, but like, as a child, were you freaking out? Oh, I freaked out. I am the biggest scaredy cat that you will ever meet. Really? Or not? I am. I am such a scaredy cat. So when I was younger, I would hide like my head under the covers, and I wouldn't let. I didn't want because I didn't want to see anyone, or I didn't want to see anything. Right. So there was a lot of fear in me that I had to, you know, work on. Or, or um, but yes, I was scared. The first uh, person I saw was actually someone that was sitting next to me beside my bed on in a chair and he had like marks like wound marks all over him and i was very young and i didn't understand that and all he did is look over me and left and um i ran into my parents room and was like i'm never having a chair in my room again like it doesn't make any sense but i put it towards the chair i'm like ah it must be the chair there's something with right. the chair right. but i was definitely very fearful i didn't want to be alone um there was a lot of fear, but what I've learned is that as we address that fear, as we move towards that fear, it can become actually our biggest strength and what what we're meant to do, you know? So when we face those things, there's a lot of lessons in that. Mm -hmm. You mentioned on your frequently asked questions again um, about is there such thing as demonic um, 
entities and you said you've never felt anything but light but you've kind of felt people or souls that are just further away from the light can you explain what that feels like is it just less vivid or or just start from there you know it kind of feels like um <laughs> you know so we all come across different people and different types of people in our lifetime right some are you know high vibrating people who are light workers who are here, you know, um, and then other people, they struggle. There's a struggle there, right? And that's what it like it feels like for me. It's different personalities, different challenges that they've experienced in light uh, in life. Um, but it's um I've never experienced I know that there's negative, you know, energy here in the physical world, but for me it's it's all lessons on the other side. And that's how they kind of show me. And and we have different levels of vibration and different levels of, you know, where our souls are. I, I'm not sure if I'm explaining that correctly, but oh, yeah. um it. But there's different levels. And so I can feel the different levels. Sometimes when I have a very high vibrating soul that steps forward, oh my gosh, it's so easy to connect with them. They are, they come through me and it's um, almost like, you know, I become part of them or they become part of me and it's just very easy to connect. And then other times it's like pulling teeth and it's harder here, you know. Um, but even if they've had challenges here in this life, it doesn't mean that, you know, they're they're not okay. Like, uh, that's, that's really important. Sometimes people are like, Oh my gosh, because of my child, they passed in this way, you know, through suicide or through drugs or whatever it may be. Um, they worry that their that their child's not okay, but that's not true. You know, they come and they actually can be some of the highest vibrating souls, but that was part of their lesson here in the physical world. Um, how do you so get the information? Do you, do you see it? Do you see it in your mind's eye? Do you, do you hear it, clairaudience? I, I I'm not familiar with the terminology. Clair, clairsentience, clairaudience. Yeah. So I do all of that. Um, when I was young, I used to just see them. So I would like wake up and see them, but I wouldn't hear or understand what they wanted to say until I had to kind of further develop that. Um, so yeah, I do, and it you know, as I communicate with your loved ones on the other side, it's just like, um, we all have different learning ways of learning here, right? So some of us are big time, we have to do it ourselves. And then others are, we're good listeners, things like that. So each soul I communicate with is very different. Sometimes I'll just hear them. Sometimes I will hear, feel, see them. It depends on their energy, how they can align with me at that time also. Um, and I just, I never know what I'm going to walk into or how they're going to communicate with me. It's always different, but yeah, I do. Oh, hear, so feel, it's not, it's not a routine. It's, it's something completely, it could be completely, you could just be hearing them and speak into your ear. Correct. Yep. yep. Wow. Yep. Like yesterday I had a little boy that I connected with and he just showed me images the whole time. And I, you know, I, I don't know why, I don't know if he was just, you know, that's just how he can communicate through me, but he just showed me images the entire time right. but every reading is very different and so is um our communication with them yeah do you, do you ever get scared recently i'm sorry Art, but do you ever get scared like during a session where you see an image no. i don't i shouldn't even say this no oh no 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 no, no. Okay. so when i was younger that fear was there but again right. like, the more i learned about it i've learned like this is such a beautiful thing and i feel blessed and grateful every single time, even if it's a hard one, even if they're, you know, um, they have passed in a hard way or they had, they're coming forward to apologize for hard, you know, decisions that they made here. So yeah, no fear. Yeah. That's what I wanted to bring up. Like you mentioned yeah. that you, you know, were probably reading, uh, you know, had parents of a, of a lost child. I mean, how does that affect yeah. you? Cause like I immediately get sad 
even when you stated something like that, how does that affect your reading? Does it affect your day? I mean, how do you go about that? Yeah, it is really, it's hard not to be affected by that, you know, and I, I do struggle with that. Um, what I've learned is that it's not in my hands and I just feel grateful to be that vessel to allow them to feel their loved one in that moment. And I have, I've, un, uh, you know, I've had to learn that that's all that I can do. And I have to release that and kind of just say a prayer and ask to put it in God's hands and allow them more importantly to keep and continue to feel their loved one. Like that's my goal. I want them to feel their loved one in the reading, but my goal is for them to continue to. So hopefully giving them some new tools or um, or having their loved one validate things that are gonna be coming up or ways that they're gonna show that they're gonna connect to them. So I, it does affect me, it, it, how can it not? You know, even if you have someone that comes up to you in the grocery store and they tell you the story, you know, um, it's sad, it, it's, it's, it's hard, but also can be very beautiful. I'm, I've learned. And I've, it's interesting as a medium though. Um, so if someone comes up to you and they tell you this story and the, their experience, and we all have had hard experiences in our life, you are affected that by that as a human, but then you have the other side of it when you're connecting to their loved ones. I'm not only feeling the person in front of me and their emotions, but I'm also feeling the experiences that their loved one has gone through and it and and that, you know, their story and what they want to say to their loved ones. And I'm feeling that on a whole side of it. So it's like I'm getting it from both ends and it is hard to kind of separate. It's something that you learn, you know, mm -hmm. I've always been interested in what mediums takes are on what the other side is like. Do you have any inclination of what it's like over there? Because we've interviewed uh, people who have had near-death experiences and it's extraordinarily vivid, but it, they're all kind of the same, but they're all different all at the same time. What have what have you felt? So I, I definitely don't know all about it, right? I wish I knew more, but um, I've learned that you know, as I asked my guides about it and my own loved ones, they show me it's kind of like explaining math to a dog. Like, I'm not going to be able to get this. And I've, under, I've, I've come to terms with that. Mm. However, they had given me pieces of it. And it's um, that, you know, we are all one. You know, our loved ones, as they pass, they can be with all of us at the same time. There is, um, but they're still learning. You know, oftentimes um, they'll come through and they'll show me that, uh, like I had a very good friend of mine who had passed and she came to me with uh, a counselor and she like came and showed me that she's still learning and growing on the other side. And she had, she's still going to see a therapist on the other side. Wow. You know? I mean, they're learning and growing like we are, you don't just leave this physical form and, 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 you know, stop learning, you know? Um, so it's, yeah. there's, I get little glimpses, but I, I don't have a full understanding yeah, my, explain, Michael, what George Anderson said about the Akashic Records. I mean, so the idea that there's there's like a, a universal subconscious and every thought, every action that we've had in eons of lifetimes is in there. Are you familiar with the Akashic Records? Do you do you work with that? I don't know if like you can, anyone can even work with them. I do not, know. Okay. I Yeah, I don't. I haven't had much experience with it. Interesting. Yeah, but they say like like what you said, we're all one. You yeah, know, like that's that, the Akashic records. They yeah. say, well, they, they say it's part of it that like I likened it to 
I read this great book by this guy, Bob Olson, and he's he's an investigator and he investigates mediums and he kind of calls out if it's baloney or if it's not. And I would like to mention right here in the middle of our show, I had a reading with Lauren and I could easily say in the top four best readings I've had in my life. And I've had hundreds of readings. You were so spot on and so incredible and so calming, cool and passionate about everything that like anyone listening to this in Oak and Bros land, when it goes live, like get a reading with Lauren. It was mind blowing. The, the stuff that you were talking about was so relevant to me. And like, there was no way you could have known like absolutely no way. Um, I digress. So there's, there's, there's a shameless plug, Lauren. Um, <laughs> how like he, he likened it to that. We're all one. We're all part of this light. Right. And it's kind of like the ocean. And when the ocean crashes a wave onto the land, that's what a human is. That's what the human form is that we come to this land as just a wave and we come on, we're here for a very short time and then we're pulled back. Have you gotten any kind of like life lessons from the other side that they've said, no, 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 this is what it's all about. Mm -hmm. have, have you heard about any of that? Cause I mean, Eric and I are always looking for the meaning of life. Has any spirit come and said, Lauren, it's all about the archangels or whatever. Like, mm. Oh my gosh. I don't think it's one thing. I learn lessons every day, every right. single day. They show me something new and I learn these lessons, you know? And, um, I mean, I've learned so much from the other side and what they've showed, you know, every, every day I'm like, um, they show me, you know, the gratitude, the love, like the love and what connects us all. And, and, um, gosh, I don't know. There's so much. It's really, that's a hard question right. because there's so many layers to that. All right, so you know, let me expound on it. Do you know about archangels? Do you work with archangels at all? Are you familiar with the archangels? So I've actually had a few experiences with archangels. Yeah. So oh, please, that, go, I don't, I, I, so I've, um, I, I grew up, you know, went to Catholic school when, you know, to a really school. I, so I had an understanding of archangels in some way, but I never, right. religion doesn't always resonate with me in that way. Um, and and so I didn't really think much about it, but as I've gone through, uh, you know, learning more about my mediumship and diving deeper into it, I've had like major experiences with uh, uh, Michael and wow. I didn't even know, I like had to look him up and I was like, whoa, this was him. It was the most beautiful being that I've ever seen in my life. Um, I saw him in the middle of my living room. <laughs> I thought what? I was, I thought I was, I lost it. Tell, us, tell yeah. us the story. You walked so, into your living room. Were you meditating? What happened? I was, I was actually like sitting and playing with my kids. And then I looked up and I saw this beautiful, like gorgeous man in my room, in my living room. And he had these wings, you know, and that were almost like he was putting it in, um, you know, he couldn't even open his wings up fully in my living room. Um, but there was a calmness there and a protection feeling. And that was when I was experiencing some fear in my life. So I do know that he was just letting me know that there is nothing to fear, you know, as far as this goes and um, that he's that he's guiding me there. So absolutely. Like, I think that we have angel, you know, archangels that are connected to us. We have guides that are connected to us and we and our loved ones, of course. And the more that we ask them for help, the more that we're connected to them. We have to ask them for help. I would like to, before Michael goes, I'd like to expand on guides. And that's something that I've never really explored. And our mother's a medium, something that she's never really explained or, or explored either. 
Um, how do you get in touch with your guide and what are they there for? I mean, do you, does your guide have a name? Like, how does that whole process work? Great yes. Yeah, so, so many times people focus on, you know, what is my guide's name and what are they here for? Mm -hmm. And, you know, wow, tell me their story. And what I've been told by my guides is, yes, I do have specific guides, right, that I've learned over time. But the more I've tried to push that, like, what's your name? Tell me, why are you here? You know, they're like, this is not about me. This is not, that's not what you need to know right now. And they'll tell me that when they need to, or if it's helpful to me. Um, the best way to, to communicate with your guides is, uh, you know, it's a really kind of cool thing. Sometimes people do a calling card. So, you know, you have signs for your loved ones, right? You have a certain signs that you can ask your loved ones to give you to let you know that they're around. You can do this for your guides as well. Hmm. You can ask them for specific signs. Wow. You can ask them for a calling card. So if you do meditate or if you're driving, driving can be a form of meditation, something, you know, just um, doing a repetitive task can be a form of meditation, walking, gardening, um, doesn't necessarily have to be just sitting in sitting in silence, but in any form of meditation, you can ask them to come and sit with you or to give you a calling card so that you know that they're with you. Wow. And sometimes it'll be like your hands get a little tingly feeling or you feel coolness on your neck or, or, um, you know, something uh, twitches and it's always that same twitch, you know, be a skeptic and, and say, all right, show it to me again, show it to me again. And, and you can start forming that communication with them. And, and I think that's a really good tool for someone that is new or looking to expand their relationship. Say, oh, okay, now I know when they're here and I can feel that difference um, so they can get that to you. And do different guides do different things? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Really? Yeah. yeah. Really? Like How, what? Like what? Are you? they are they are they psychics? Do they help you make decision? I mean, do they know the future? Do they like what is? How does it work? Yeah, they definitely see the bigger aspect of things. Um, but I don't know if I would say psychic. I mean, I think they're that all knowing beings. Um, they're but, not archangels, though, right, Lauren? No, guides are different. Yeah, guides are different. Are they more ascended? Yeah. Beings? So, than archangels is that what you're saying so no just like our, like our father is there yeah and like he could be our guardian angel but he's not necessarily a guide is that is yeah. there like a different yeah thing yeah so these are guides are um those who didn't know you here they're most likely the people who didn't know you here in the physical world not someone that you would have in a relationship in any form during this lifetime, maybe in previous lifetimes, um, but they have been with you ever since you're born. They do come in, there's different guides for different reasons. So if you're having a job interview, you can just like, just say a prayer to your guide and say, help me out. You know, my guide that can help me um, in best representing myself, help me here in this interview. You know, you can ask for these specific things for different guides. Will you, I, you know, I don't want people listening to this to be frustrated. Like, wait, I don't know anything about my guides or what, right. you know, I don't, what kind of guides do I have? I didn't know I had this kind of guide. You don't right. have to know. And that's what I'm trying to say. Like, you don't have to know that you have to trust that. And that's where that magic happens. And that's when you can see what they can do for you. Have you, you know? ever met your guides? Have you seen your guides? I have, yeah, a, a few times, but again, it's it's not something that I I don't see them every single day, you know. And again, right. that they emphasize that importance of that. It's that knowing that they're there. But yeah, I do. I have seen um, my guides. Your story about the archangel. I want to jump back and forth here. Your story about the archangel resonates with me. And I didn't talk to you about this when we when we had our reading. Um, 
about a year. It was June 2020. I was meditating down by my pool. And mind you, I don't do drugs. I don't drink. Like I'm not into any psychedelics. And I was meditating by my pool. And literally this thing landed next to me. Like it was a loud foot. It was a loud foot stomp. And I opened my eyes and I looked up and I, and I looked at this being and he was gorgeous. He was like, it was like, it was like Brad Pitt with angel wings. No, no baloney. Like he had, he had shorn uh, chest hair. He had big brown eyes. He had brown hair that ended with curls. And he looked at me and he went, it was like a smirk. He looked down at me, he smirked and it was gone. And it was, he was wearing this brown garb. And I was like, I'm like, what the hell did I just, I'm like, I didn't, I didn't have like a Kahlua today. Like I didn't have like a white Russian today. Like, nor like I'm normal. Like it's the middle of the day. It was in the middle of the day. This thing landed right next to me and it was calming. It was huge. It was gorgeous. It was cool as hell. And the next day I had a reading with George Anderson. I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with George Anderson. I am medium on long Island. He's been a family friend for 30 plus years. He's helped us. He's guided us. And the people that have gone to him have passed on. And, and my dad came through in this one reading. And again, it's 24 hours after I saw this thing. And my dad said through George, archangels are real, Michael. I asked my dad for the secrets of the universe when he passed. I said, you got to tell us what it's like because we believe in this stuff. And he said, the archangels are real. The Kabbalah, 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 Kabbalah is real. He said, you got to research it. Start asking Raziel to help you. Okay. I Googled Raziel. And I've said this story before on the podcast, but this is exactly the being that landed right next to me in the clothing with the hair wow. and the eyes. It was, this is Raziel. And it was, he was right next to me. Wow. And it wasn't scary. I didn't think I was going to be kidnapped or flown away like a hawk catching a snake or something. <laughs> but like, I, when you said that Michael story, I understood everything that you were saying. Yeah. Every, everything. When, when you said he was bigger than life, but he was yeah. a normal person. Have, have you, that was one time that you've, you've met an archangel. Um, yeah. So that was my main time right. that I have, like where I've experienced them in that way. A lot of times right. I'll see them in lights. So I'll see different color, like uh, light or flashes of lights all throughout the day. And, really? and I, yeah. Um, but I don't always see them in the physical form. So yeah. do you go to Starbucks and read the lady, the barista, know, like the barista? Do I, have I, I have, but not, you know, I try to be really respectful. Look like this can be kind of like a very emotional thing. So for yes. me to go up and be like, I, I see your mom, you know, she's standing behind you. Yes. Um, it's not something I try to do, you know, in, in places where I'm very relaxed though, like I, I've gotten a massage before and I was like, you know, excuse me, do you mind if I, Oh my God. <laughs> our our mom, our mom it. And then I end up not even getting the massage because we just talk, but you know, so it does happen, but I try to be really respectful of it and only, you know, sometimes like spirit will help me out. So if their loved one's stepping forward, I'm like, all right, you have to have them come to me or have them ask a question, you know? So, um, when our, when our mom's getting her hair done, she, she said she's, she's in like a relaxed state. She's like, who's Joe? They're showing me a picture next to your nightstand with a man with a mustache and a red shirt. And then all of a sudden the woman starts crying. That's my dad, you know? Right. Exactly. It's those relaxed states where you're like, ah, like almost can't help it. <laughs> no, right. but you, I, I definitely try to be very respectful. But I'm not tuned in all the time. That is you know, definitely a myth. I, I am not tuned in. 
it's there's kind of a curiosity that comes. So if if you're receiving stuff, there's a curiosity that comes. Oh, I wonder. You're not always mm -hmm. just receiving it out of the blue unless it's something really important. Yeah. Do, how do you turn it off though? Is is it like turning off the voice in your head, which is pretty impossible? You know, you know, it's just kind of it, it's just focusing elsewhere. That's right. what it is. And I've kind of learned to tune it out. I've I've done that most of my life. You know, uh, so it's it's just your focus, and it's as easy as that. And I think people think of it as this something else that it's not. It, it's just changing your focus. And that's what happens when I am ready to read. I don't do any hocus pocus things, you know. Um, it, it's just it, like your loved ones are ready to connect with you. They most likely set this thing up in the first place. Right. And, and then all it is is the medium is me just, just changing my focus over there to them. It know? legit felt like you were on the phone with my dad and you were like, hold on, Michael, your, your dad is saying this. Like it, that was... And normally you don't get that from mediums. Normally the mediums are kind of like grasping and, and, you know, you know, a good medium when they're telling you things and it's out of your control that a medium is telling you things and you're like, yes, like you're, you're not trying to sway the medium one way or another, but it literally felt like you had my dad on the other line. You're like, hold on, hold on. He's telling me something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then this and that. And it's like, yes, 100%. Yes. What do you say about naysayers? you know, the people who are just targeting you and the skeptics and the cynics. I, I, you know, I'm okay with it. <laughs> like I'm okay with it. I, you know, I understand this is not everyone's journey. You know, um, right. if, if you have someone who gets a gift certificate and like, Hey, I would love for my loved one to see you. Um, you know, it's usually a really beautiful experience, but they also have to be open to it or want it themselves. I, I am not one to push um, this on anybody. Um, and so I understand that everyone has different journeys, different paths, and, and I'm absolutely okay with it. I like skeptics. I like people who are coming in and they're like, yeah, right. Like, I don't believe any of this. And then they're like, what, you know, it is so it's, it's really, uh, beautiful to see that unravel and to see wow, them just leave, not, not believing again in, in me or my ability, but them believing that their loved one, oh my God, they're here. They're, they're with me, you know, recently my, my life was altered where there was my life before knowing this and then my life after knowing this we interviewed uh eben alexander who had a near-death experience and he told us while during the interview that your thoughts and your memories are not stored in your brain and i'm like huh i never realized that because now it made sense that when i'm talking to my father through a medium he knows me he knows his life that he had he knows things that are going on now so that means that your thoughts aren't stored in your brain, they're stored within your soul. That changed everything for me. It just it just changed everything for me. And I don't really have a question, but it's just, I just always like to express that to mediums that I'm not that intuitive and I wanna be. Um, and I'm working on it. And Lord, Lord knows that, by the way, she told me that. I, okay. I, well, yes. I have to disagree with you. <laughs> I'm gonna disagree with you there. Why? I think that, have you ever heard of clear cognizance? No, it's just this knowing. Right. And that is the hardest Claire to to work with, I would say, be, unless you trust it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's kind of a download, you know, that you receive. And I, I think that that's actually what you may, you know, wow. a big Claire of yours is this knowing that comes. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to like to put that aside or say, oh, that's just my mind or that's just. I don't even know where I'm getting that or not to trust that. Mm -hmm. but I feel like that's a big part of you. And it's, 
and 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 it's and we all different clears, we all different ways of learning, ways of working, ways of connecting, right? Um, mm-hmm. And for me, when you said, oh, I'm not that intuitive, I actually feel like yours is very naturally there, but it's going to be hard because then your logical mind comes yes. in and second guesses that knowing and it's easy to do, but that's part of why they're giving you that. I, be- I believe a hundred percent in mediumships. Um, I have a, a hard time shutting off. I have a hard time uh, turning off my mind or I'm addicted to electronics and creating content and this podcast and creating content on TikTok and you know and just doing all that stuff so it's very hard for me to shut off um and that when i do i automatically go and find myself reaching for my phone again and i think that's my problem um that i'm not able to switch it off um but i do have when you said that i kind of got the chills um where you said claire claire thought was it called claire cognizant so it's just claire cognizant yeah. Yes, because there are certain things in my life that I just know. Yeah. But I just know beyond a shadow of a doubt that it's going to be okay, or I know that this is going to happen, or I know that we're going to do this. And I'm assuming that's what being a medium is. That it's it's like taking a sip of water, like you just know. Yeah. Yeah. And there and getting rid of some habits that, you know, you don't find fulfilling for your soul is definitely helpful in connecting and heightening your connection. But I do believe, you know, some people are like, oh, but I want to connect like that. I don't have that. So I'm I can't connect. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, is we all have it. I believe we all have it in different ways. And it's it's more natural than what you think. It's developing it is great because it's like learning a language. You're better understanding Mm -hmm. that language, right? You're learning um, and it takes time to learn a new language. But at the same time, there's also this naturalness to it. So people put this in like, oh, I have to eat certain things. I have to do certain things to connect. You know, that's not accurate from my experience. You know, it's very natural. Even if you have some bad habits. I mean, I know a lot of mediums that you know will drink or smoke like all the time and and they're fine and they eat like crap and and they are phenomenal you know worldly known mediums right <laughs> you know like so I think yeah. there's so much emphasis on i think it's the thought of oh i'm doing these bad things that sometimes also disconnect us from that natural connection we do have do you, do you meditate really funny. do you meditate do you recommend meditation Oh, heck yeah. So I am a big time meditator. It helps me. I have always had really, you know, strong anxiety. That's also connected to mediumship in a lot of ways if you uh, if you or your children experience it. Um, but yeah, meditation is uh, key for me. It helps me just kind of slow down, clear my mind um, and better connect to myself. Really? To myself. So you- and the more connected I am with myself, the better I can connect to other people. Have you ever read any celebrities? Have any? I don't want to say that. Has any celebrities come through? Ooh, um, you, you could be confidential. Just no, you know. actually, no. I no. I have okay. not. I've not had celebrities come through. I've had people who are like, oh, I want to know, like, if I can connect with that celebrity. No, like it usually has to be their family member that I would be connected sure. with. So they won't just come through for fun. If you weren't doing this, what would you be doing? Oh. Well, um, I was an event planner for. Oh, no, like kidding! Really? Yeah. Can you believe that? So, very was other it, side of my brain. <laughs> was it corp- corporate events or? Um... Um, yeah. Well, we would do everything. So it was, um, um, you know, lots of like weddings and um, lots of different types of events with with celebrities and things like that. So mm-hmm. it was. Um, that's you don't do that now. You don't do that now. 
No, no, I, I, uh, I left that, but my, my true passion is working with kids actually. So, um, I'm involved in the helping parents heal. I, I, you know, donate readings to people, to parents who have lost their children. Um, and my outside of mediumship, my draw is always like with kids. So I would have loved to have, um, uh, been a, a counselor for children, school counselor. Wow. And great. Do, do you do anything with, um, psychology? Like, do you, do you work in that field, like cognitive behavioral therapy and all that stuff? That's what my yeah degree was in. Yeah. Really? So, yeah. So while I was an event planner, I was going to school and doing and doing that. And then this came about. I actually um, was a caretaker for a very good friend of mine. Um, and uh, she uh, we lived together. She got sick. She had leukemia. And um, and um, I was a caretaker for her. And it was like this really, and then I got pregnant at the same time. It was just like all at once and all, it was like, oh my gosh, this is the wrong timing. Why is this happening now? Right. So you're saying that. And then, um, one night I saw her in my living room when I was home. Right. So she was in the hospital and I was home and I saw her in my living room and I was like, okay, now I've really lost it. I, I'm seeing people who are living. I'm, I don't understand. And then I go back to, I go back to bed and, and, um, I get a phone call about 15 minutes later that she passed away. And, and then it was started, that was when I was like, oh my gosh, this is something here. Cause now I'm seeing people who I knew, you know, and I'm starting to understand that who I'm seeing is, uh, people who have passed. And I didn't really understand that before. So that, um, was really life-changing for me. And then, um, 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 I don't even know what I was doing with. No, I mean, my, my question, what, my next question before we wrap it up, my next question was going to be, when did you decide to put out your shingle and say, you know, I think I can, I can help people. I can make a living doing this. Uh, yeah. When was that deciding factor for you? Was it that moment when you saw your friend in your living room? Uh, no, it took a while to do that. You know, really? yeah, it took a while to do that. I would, I, again, I would be working full time and I have three children and I would come home and I would be like on the phone and I'd be giving free readings. I would just like, it would be really late at night. I'd put my kids to bed and then I'd go on the phone and I would just be giving free readings to people and um, for a little over a year. And uh, then it started, um, then it, it just started snowballing and people started coming to me and everyone was like telling other people. And so I had to start doing this more professionally, make more time for it. Yep. You know, put some the story that you have compared to our moms is like so similar, except that she just had grown kids and you had little kids. Um, really, really similar because her, she she had the same thing where she was she would read, you know, let's say somebody that worked for her. Then they would say, um, hey, can you read my sister? OK, sure. Hey, can you read my neighbor? Sure. Hey, then the neighbor would say, hey, can you read my brother? And then I was like, all right, I'm going to have to start charging for this because um, right. my time is worth something and I just can't keep reading, you know, because that's how this whole process kind of works, where it's just all recommendation. And then you go along the way where, you know, it's you, it's good to there has to be I saw this with Thomas John and he's like, there has to be an exchange for readings where you, where you're giving, you have to collect something in return. It's just it keeps some type of balance. Right. And you also get taken advantage of too, you know, cause people keep right. going back and back and back. And right. then you're, and so that those boundaries are really important for yourself. Um, 
Lauren, sure. do you do you you've told me about the future? There, is there ever a time where you see something in the future that you really are scared to tell someone? If, do you ever see a car accident or a sick child in the future? Do you ever get do you ever get those images in your head? Yeah. So um, my boundaries. So we have boundaries with the people that we're reading, right? But then I also have boundaries with those I'm, who I'm communicating with on the other side. I only want to receive things that. Um, you know, are helpful or healing, or um, if I'm receiving illness in any way, um, um, it has to be something that can be prevented. So I don't feel it's mm -hmm. healing if we can't prevent it, you know? Mm -hmm. So if I'm seeing, I don't want to see death because I don't feel like that's healing. That's not something right. that we can prevent. Mm -hmm. um, but if it is something that can be prevented, that's when they'll show it to me. And I do feel like that's helpful or healing. So I'm not afraid to say it because I know they're bringing it up for a reason. I know that it can be prevented or helped in some way. Is it in, cir in certain circumstances, isn't death the best answer though? In certain situations, yeah. you know what I mean? Like oh, Absolutely. Yeah. It's just, you never, I never, my goal is never to have someone leave with fear. Mm -hmm. Right. It, and so because of the way that we all think of death or many people think of death, um, there's fear associated with that. And so I never want them to leave with that. So I don't I don't receive it. I just won't receive that. It's not something they'll give me of when someone's going to pass or right. anything like that. Um, yeah. So but I don't want to ever create that fear. So is there a future? You know, like you've told me stuff and I'm not going to go into details here, but you told me stuff that the path that I'm on you clearly saw something that's not happening today fe in February. Yeah. You saw something that was going to happen within a year from now. And you were, you were adamant that my dad came through and was like hammered, you know, fist to the hip to the palm saying, this is happening. Is there a future that is kind of pre-written? Does that make sense? Yeah, I think some of it is. And then the other side of it is free will that we have the choice, right? So you can make these changes if you want. But yeah, a lot of this is part of some of the things are part of your soul's purpose and why you are here. And, um, you know, the other day I had a woman who came back, I had a reading with her a year prior. And she goes, she, she tells me that, um, I don't even remember our reading together, but she told me that um, I had talked, tell her, I talked to her about having her having two sets of twins in the family and that there was going to be a third. And she called her sister and I was like, it's connected to your sister. And she was like, Oh, that's really funny. She called her sister. She's like laughing about it. The thinking like, you know, absolutely not. A month later, she found out she was pregnant with twins. Ay, 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 God. <laughs> and, you know, so um, absolutely. Like there is that future aspect that our loved ones know about that they, you know, a lot of things are set in stone, but then there's free will too. And right. we say that when there's the, future that is brought up in a reading, you know, you have free will. Never give that power away to a medium, to a teacher, to anything. I like you know? that. That's great. Never yeah. give never give free will away. That's awesome. Never. And and I believe that in in any reading that you have, do not give that power away to someone else. You have that free will. So are there mediums that want to take that away from you though? Are there mediums say, you know, no, it's not going to go good or it's not going to go the way you want. Are there, do you feel there are people out there that, that want to take away your free will and kind of, you know, kind of implant, you know, in your subconscious that things aren't going to work out for you, you know, for you? You know, possibly. I don't know. I, I, you know, all the mediums that I've run across are, you know, have really great intentions there and do explain that. Um, 
But but again, it, you have to have your own judgment. And when you have a reading with a medium, you will feel it. You will feel the difference between something that is authentic and real and something that is not there. Um, and so it is your job to decipher the difference, though. That's your job going into a reading. Does that feel right to me, what this person is saying about what is going to happen? You know, so I use your best judgment there. That's incredible. So, yeah. Lauren, where can people find you? Um, I am um, at Lauren Start, L-A-U-R-E-N Start, S-T-A-R-T-T dot com. And um, also on uh, Facebook, I do like some giveaways and some videos where I also just share people that I've met and, and allow them to share their story to kind of help someone else. So um, those are the two places. Have you thought about being on TikTok, Lauren? Because you 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 would blow up. You would do amazing on TikTok. You know what? I am such in a little bubble where I'm not so out there with you know, media and or not, you know, just social media. I'm not there. Um, but it's, yeah, it's I, a great, I, it's a great platform. I have a few posts on there. One of my posts got well over 2 million views. I'm at 14,000 followers at, as of this moment, and it's growing by two or 3000 a day. Um, the eyeballs are there and there's potential audience there. Um, and if you put out, uh, good content, it, it it could it will spread your it'll spread your message so i definitely recommend that you look into it and plus i don't know how old your kids are but they're going to want to be on it too yeah yeah so yeah <laughs> thank you i'll definitely check it out i have to set some time aside to do that sure. lauren that was the reading was amazing thank you so much for coming on i hope you had a, i hope you had fun with us and eric and i this platform is yours whenever you need it um you have, you got to write a book I don't know if you plan on writing a book, but you were you were one of the best mediums I've ever seen in my life. Really uh, enjoy. Thank you so much. I love what you guys are doing. I love your energy. You guys, um, thank, thank you so you. much for having me be part of it. Everybody, please like, subscribe, and share this interview. Check out laurenstart.com with two T's at the end. Uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in and uh, tune in next time. See you all Everyone, later. thank you. Everyone get a reading with Lauren. You will not regret it. Thank you, guys. Lauren, hang on one second. We're going to sign off. Okay. Thank you.